time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles and some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. To the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. Right here on AM560. We're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. And unlike Seinfeld, our the show about nothing, right? Our show is about something. Hi, I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. There you are. My yes. partner at uh, Donnelly Auctions and my, my life partner as well. We're owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, and we're here today to talk about, oh my gosh, so many exciting things that have been going on at Donnelly Auctions. And it's going to tie into items we're looking for for upcoming auctions that you may want to put in an auction. You got it right. Hi, Randy. Yes. You know, uh, you, you always say the Seinfeld show is a show about nothing. I know. That's what but they say. Yeah, unless you're a Seinfeld uh, aficionado, so to speak, like or, or listener, people don't understand. <laughs> they, they think you're knocking the Seinfeld show. Well, then the show's geared towards my Seinfeld fans. Okay. You know what because, I'm talking yeah, about. Their, their tagline is it's a show about nothing. <laughs> it and should ours be. is a show about something. That's right. Yes. And, you know, we want to talk about things that have been going on this week like to start off with that because it really does tie into these are the kind of items we're getting in from the radio show. People are calling and emailing us as requested, and we can't wait to tell you about it. But first, I want to touch base real quick on what's happening today. Today is August 5th, right? That it is. August 5th. So Auction taking place as we speak. Yes. We have an auction taking place right now in Marengo. It is a huge barn sale. Started at 10 o'clock this morning. Started at 10, yeah. And there are two full barns, including woodworking, metal shop materials, tools, uh, motors, hit and miss engines, yeah, antiques. There's so st- much stuff over there. Still a little time. If you're in the Marengo area, get out there. It's on River Road. That's Don't right. No, it. it's on uh, Millstream Road. That's what I said. 4410, <laughs> 4410 Millstream Road in Marengo, Illinois. Just off of River. That's mm-hmm. right. Get out there. There's a big sign on the side of the road. Big barn sale this weekend. Don't miss it. Um, there's even a one-ton chain hoist in there. Did you see that? I did. Some and great stuff. The thing about this, I mean, it's very unusual for us to not do uh, auctions online. This is a live only. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's live only. It's called the Partlow Barn Sale today, August 5th. It started at 10, so run out there, 4410 Millstream Road. Good. Okay, so Monday, let's keep going. Yeah. Monday, August 7th, we have... Three collections in one auction. This one is online only. So these are all the different types of auctions that we do do. This one's online only. If you go to DonleyAuctions.com, click on the red button for the auction on Monday, you'll see our collection of lamps and lanterns. We have Native American items from the family who um, is part of the Carol Kamarik. I couldn't pronounce her name right. Carol Kamarik Collection. She's an artist. So a lot of these items were very, collected very by the famous family. artist, as famous a artist. matter of fact. And what a collection of Native American! Oh my goods. gosh! Yeah. yeah, we're getting a lot of calls on that. A lot of yeah. questions on it. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, fishing lures and reels. So what an eclectic mix of things! It is. Uh, I mean, we put them all in in one auction, but uh, uh, it. it it finds its audience. It does. We yeah. have a lot of mm-hmm. eyes on it. There's some great anchor pieces in there that'll draw some attention. So sure. get get to DonleyAuctions.com to check you know, it out. 
I want to point out uh, this Native American uh, collection is really uh, an interesting collection in that it has a large uh, collection of original rugs, uh, Native American rugs. Oh, yeah. Because most of what you find today are knockoffs. I mean, most of them are are fake, made in China and India and Taiwan, whereas uh, this woman collected at a period of time that she was was buying all the right stuff. That's right. She knew what she was looking for. And we had a customer come in yesterday to preview the items, and she was just amazed at how beautiful the rugs were. Right. And not only that, that. a a large selection of original pottery, Mm -hmm. uh, Native American pottery, and basketry. Uh, again, so often these things are are just cheap knockoffs, and and that's just not the case with this collection. So, you know, a, a lot of times people will be sending us photos and and that of of their collections, and they wonder, well, gee, why didn't you want ours? Well, you know, it's it's hard to tell people sometimes that what a relative might have collected. Uh, you know, people were buying stuff just for decoration in their home, mm-hmm. and they weren't necessarily buying stuff for resale value or historic content. They because just wanted they liked the, it, and they yeah. wanted the look, right? And so it, it's okay to have th- that type of of items in, in your home for for decoration and everything, and perfectly fine. It's just that when you go to resell it. It doesn't have it any value. Changes, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, Carol and her husband, Bob, acquired these items from reservations and trading posts over several years when they were traveling to the southwestern United States. So that's one of three collections coming up on Monday, August 7th. Right. The fishing lures are interesting, too. You know, I uh, looked at these originally in a in a cabin um, in the Lake Geneva area. I think it was out of Delavan or what have you. Everything was displayed so nicely and uh, big frames full of lures and everything. But we can't necessarily sell it that way. So when you bring us your collection, very often we'll have to take it apart uh, and not sell it by the frame because of the value. Right. Some of those items are more valuable on their own. Right. So even though I'd, I'd like to just take a frame of lures and sell it as a frame, um, we, we have to bring in experts to look them over mm-hmm. and make sure because a lot of the the fishing lures and reels we had to pull out of displays to, to make sure we maximize your dollars. That's right. And, you know, that brings me to another point is when we do get collections, we don't say that we know everything about everything. So we do hire the right people who know the items better than we do. So we did hire that gentleman from uh, Huntley who came in to describe all those fishing lures. He, he was, was a specialist in lures, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so keep that in mind, too. We will find somebody who can describe it properly. We're not just going to group it all together and throw it out there. So we, well, we you, take care of your items. Even like military relics. I collected military relics since I was 11 years old. I mean, I, I'm a long time, over 50 years of, of collecting military relics, but I still don't uh, profess to know everything by any means. And one of our guests today, uh, David Hilp, will yep, be with David us. David will be with us. And uh, I've known him since uh, he was a teenager. And uh, but but he knows more than I do in certain fields. So we've hired him. We've got a lot of people working for us at Donnelly Auctions that are specialists in their field. That's right. And so let's just touch base real quick on what's happening out in Brookfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's been going on this week, too. 
the clean out of the house and the content. So sure, we we have talked about this before. Uh, we'll we'll mention again, and that is in in Brookfield. We were hired uh, originally to come in and uh, assess a coin and jewelry collection out, out of the house. One thing leads to another. We end up taking guns out of the house, antique toys, all kinds of you know uh, items that we want for auction. You know, too good to sell at a, at a garage or a house sale. And then, of course, uh, Shauna, mm-hmm. uh, our real estate expert, uh, gets involved in, in selling the real estate. Next thing you know, we're doing the entire conducted house sale. So our crew's out there uh, uh, all week. Getting it all organized. This week, getting yep. it ready. And I, I guess that's coming up. Uh, end of August. End of August. It's uh, just the house sale only. So that won't be an online sale. That'll be a live sale uh, right at the house in Brookfield. So stay tuned on our website and uh, uh, and all our information. We'll be giving you the address as to that sale coming yeah. up in August. Yep. And keep keep an eye on our website at Donley Auctions with an S. DonleyAuctions.com for upcoming auctions. We're still taking consignments for all kinds of things coming up. We'll talk about that in future segments. But one thing that came in the door this week that I just thought was very interesting was that harp. Isn't that a nice piece? Yeah, we've found out it's a Wurlitzer. It's a Wurlitzer harp. Well, we believe it to be a Wurlitzer. Most harps are, um, they're they're marked normally uh, with a trade name on them. Uh, Lion and Healy made a lot of them right here in Chicago, Mm -hmm. as as did Wurlitzer. This one we believe to be a Wurlitzer, a a great piece. That's going to be for sale in November. November. It's a concert pedal harp. And uh, you know a famous person who used to play the harp? Tell me. Harp. I bet you do. I do. Harpo Marx. <laughs> no, get yes, out of he here. Did. Is that how Harpo got his name? <laughs> Are you serious? I, I, I don't know that for sure, okay. but I think that's funny. Yeah. No, I think but that's bogus. I was Folks, al- we'll I also check that heard, out. I don't I also got that. a story today that um, the Marx Brothers were hiding in a chicken farm in countryside Illinois because they did not want to serve in the war. No, come on. David Hilp can confirm that story when we have the next segment. I don't know where you get your information. Hey, (laughs) I do my homework, that's for sure. But we do have some very interesting military items that came in. We can't wait to tell you about them in our next two segments with David Hilp, our military expert. And one of them is a German motorcycle with a sidecar. What the heck? He's going to tell us all about that coming up as well um we had that that dewey come in to the mills dewey oh, yeah. we're going to talk, talk about, about that, that because i have never seen machine. anything like that before again all of this ties into things we're looking for folks do you have them in your house give us a call at 815-923-7000 we'd be happy to give you next steps david hilp coming up next talk about some military items we're looking for and things we received you're listening to us right here on am 560 the answer They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions with Randy Donnelly. And Randy was just asking me, did Harpo Marks really play the harp? Yes, yeah, I, he did. I, I thought you were kidding I'm us. not kidding. Harpo Marks, there's a video of him playing it in 1945, so I'll be go check it out. Okay. But real quick, I want to wrap up my thoughts on the harp, though. It's a beautiful musical instrument. 
I don't know how old that is. Do you have any idea how old that is? Turn of the century. Yeah, yeah for huh? sure. But what I really love are the, the new modern harpists today. And my two favorite are the Harp Twins. If you haven't seen them, Google them and check out their YouTube videos. Their names are Camille and Kennerly Kitt. And they actually went to the Wheaton College Conservatory of Music. I'll be darned. You know, it, I I had the uh, opportunity to hear them uh, years ago, actually at a wake, and I was stunned uh, at the the quality of music. I mean, it's yeah. concert concert work. I mean, they yeah. are that good. They are classically trained. However, they really focus on contemporary songs. They do songs by Iron Maiden, Kansas, on the harp. Kansas Lady Gaga. <laughs> the list goes on. My favorite, though, I was listening to them yesterday, is Closer to the Heart by Rush. If you get a chance, folks, YouTube, the Harp Twins. But we have a harp. So that leads us into how we're always looking for antique and vintage musical instruments. You know, I got a quick harp story for you. You, Another one. Years ago when when I was uh, a preteen back in the 60s, my father was a phonograph collector. And we actually went to the uh, uh, Lion and Healy. Uh, storage uh, facility, and they actually still had old Victrolas, old in the crate, brand new old stock. Hmm. Back in the 1960s, they still had these these old Victrolas, and my father was buying them. And um, a gentleman says, hey, how about harps? We've got a, a, a several crates of old harps here. And I just couldn't believe, again, they opened up one of these crates, and these brand new old mint-in-box old stock harps uh, still there. He didn't. He didn't buy one. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I wish you would have. We were phonograph you, collectors. You at could that have point. been probably one of the only male harpists in the world at the time. <laughs> Most of them are female, aren't they, David? <laughs> we've yes, got, they are. We've well, got, how does David know that? Come on. Because we were talking about it this morning when we were talking about the show. But hi, David. Anyways, Welcome to the show. Yeah. So we're going to um, thank you for having me. Talk about vintage and antique musical instruments. We're looking to consign items like that in our November auction. So right. that's how all this ties mm-hmm. together. Uh, give us a call at 815-923-7000 if you have anything like that, and we'll give you next steps. So next we want to talk about military relics, one of my favorite subjects. We have a gun and military auction coming up September 23rd and 24th, and you will not believe what just rolled in the door this week. Right, David? Right. We got Tell a, us uh... about it. A Russian motorcycle and sidecar that was made up to look like a German World War II one, and it was pretty easy to do because uh, the backstory is this is a the Russians took over their part of Germany. They captured the BMW factories, disassembled them literally brick by brick, numbered them, brought the machinery and the buildings back to Russia, made two motorcycle companies out of it, and uh, they kept making the same exact BMW motorcycle but put a Russian logo on it. So, so David, what you're saying is this is not an original World War II German motorcycle. It's a Russian motorcycle made exactly like the the World War II models, and this would be perfect for reenactors then to use today. Correct? Correct. Well, uh, or, or if you wanted to put some groceries in the sidecar when you go to the grocery store, sure. <laughs> or my bulldog, yeah. Tucker, how about Tucker? We yeah, could put Tucker, Tucker can uh, right in it. Oh, we'll have to get a picture of him riding in there. Oh, there yeah. we go. And we'll get that on our website too, so you can take a look yeah, at it. Got to get it cleaned up a, first. So yes, the, a dog, a dog helmet and goggles for him too. The, okay. The, this motorcycle though looks like it's in running condition, although. It looks like it's uh, well used. I, I mean, I, do you know how many miles or anything on it? 
there's actually um, uh, 202 miles on it. Get out of here. That's 202 miles. Uh, It it had a a few owners, and the last uh, three owners uh, drained the fluids, kept it inside in storage, waiting to the chance to get their motorcycle license and and uh, and uh, put the fluids in and just never got around to it and th- and now it's uh, going to be available for someone else to uh, get the fluids in and and take it on the road well you know I, I'm looking at this motorcycle or you know the, actually this morning and I, I would have to say it doesn't look brand new uh, is that because people uh, have this again set up as a reenactor vehicle or what Right. It's actually, it's a 1979 Nipra motorcycle, and their sister company was the Ural Motorcycle Company that some people might be familiar with. So this was a 1979 production, and it appears that right away somebody decided to make it look like a German World War II one and put very, very few miles on it. I gotcha. And uh, I'd like to remind everybody out there listening today that we are always looking for uh, motorcycles. We sell a lot of motorcycles here at uh, at Donley Auctions. Uh, we just sold a motorcycle. Uh, uh, what was that? A nineteen? Was that a seventy four? I think it was a seventy four with only twelve miles on it. It right. was a, a, a Norton, uh, uh, an unbelievable motorcycle. Only twelve original miles on it. Uh, so. Low mileage vehicles do extremely well. Uh, cars, motorcycles, Petroliana, we're always looking for. That's but, right. Uh, but I know, David, you're here to talk today about what's coming up uh, in with September. our m- So the bike military. will be up September 24th. It's a Sunday. So watch our website for that, DonleyAuctions.com. But, David, tell us about that Vietnam War Purple Heart. I know you have a story about that. Yeah, it's just kind of a heartbreaker. It's a uh, uh, Vietnam veteran, U.S. Army uh Sergeant uh, who was killed in action, 1969, and uh, it has the 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 medal, the paperwork, and and some photostat. You know the old way that we used to make copies of uh, a newspaper article of the, the the parents getting his Purple Heart, and and also there is a uh, a park in Brooklyn, New York, that's named after this man, and somehow this grouping got to the greater Chicago area, and it's going to be coming up in the September auction. But it's just a heartbreaking story, the picture of the mom and dad receiving the Purple Heart from the military and uh, uh, with some nice paperwork and some nice provenance. Well, I'm glad you used that word provenance because we're telling our listeners all the time how important provenance is. And, you know, if if you just had a, a standard Purple Heart with, with no provenance, I mean, although it's a interesting metal and and we would never know who received it or, or anything without the provenance. Uh, a metal like that's only going to go for what fifty, sixty dollars without provenance, wouldn't you say? Uh, a little higher, but if, if it's got the name on the back, that usually means that they were um, that they were killed. And uh, more modern ones, it means that you, you you were reissued them through the government. But uh, named Purple Hearts from the World War II era, they're in the two to three hundred dollar range. And then when you put paperwork with it. Uh, it makes it so much easier for collectors to understand and appreciate because if you don't, they're going to do the research themselves. But it's always nice to have original paperwork like the obituary in the paper, the uh, the, the condolences from the governor of the state usually is something that's also sent in a document. But, uh, but a medal like this can probably go into the thousands, low thousands. Yes. Sometimes they do. Yes, they do. Right. That's yeah. the, the importance of provenance, that's for sure. Uh, I also understand we have some periscopes from tanks, tank parts, and we have some Civil War bullets. You know, Are, are they, those they, valuable, they, David? 
Yeah, the te- well, the periscopes are interesting because they're really kind of uh, uh, fun to uh, to show kids. And if you're watching a parade and you can uh, use the periscope, it's <laughs> handheld. You can like see over the rest of the crowd. But uh, those are always uh, fun to look at, and uh, they display well. But uh, we're going to the. Uh, I need that when I go to concerts these days. <laughs> yeah, everybody stand up in front of the stage. Yeah, can't I see the band. Could use that, Huntley. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. But when you we we were talking about the 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 bullets, the Civil War uh, bullets. It's it's these are single bullets. They're very collectible. They are unfired. They're both Union and Confederate, and there is a whole uh, subcategory of collectors that collect this old ammunition that is now extremely scarce. And sometimes a single bullet can go for one, two, three, four hundred dollars. And we have several that are that are coming up that have great uh, information about them. They're in good condition and and literally they're they're still alive, even though they're 160 years old. That's great, David. Thank you for that information. We're uh, running out of time on this segment, but I want to keep you on for the next one because I want to talk about those DIs and insignia and those oh, yes. the British helmets and all these other great items coming up in our September 23rd and 24th auction. And and David's actually back at the uh the office and I can hear Tucker in Tucker the background. Sparkling. So uh ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that, well, but just you're come out to visit Tucker sometime. Tucker the auction dog uh, <laughs> was right. getting on the radio there. That's right. Check our website at donleyauctions.com for our upcoming auctions. The next one's in September. Fantastic firearm auction. If you have anything to consign, let us know at donleyauctions at outlook.com. David, thank you. Stay with us for the next segment. And you're still listening to us. Don't go anywhere, folks, on AM560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, here with Randy Donley and David Hilp, our military expert, Hi, David. We're going to keep talking about these fantastic items we have coming up in our September auction. Tell us more. Well, uh, one thing that's kind of a, a breakout category uh, with, with uh, layers of interest is we, over this tremendously large collection that we, we we're going through, they, there's a whole bunch of Central and Eastern European fire medals for long service, for merit, for bravery from Hungary from Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic, from Slovakia, Poland, and some of them go back to the 1890s all the way through pre-World War I, World War II era, the, the communist era, all the way up to the, with the wall coming down. I've never seen such a, an extensive collection. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How many lots is that? Uh, at this point, at least uh, six or seven lots. And we're, okay. we're, we're going to sell them as, as, as total collections, and this is something that it's uh, you know so there's some military interest, but also I'd you know especially Slovak and and uh, Czech people in the Greater Chicago area. There's a number of museums, but also fire collectors and you know fire fire uh, firemen and fire related collectibles are, are always hot. No, yes, those sell very well, especially the helmets. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because we're always looking for fire memorabilia, fire and police memorabilia. So many people are aware of the big badge collections that we've done over the years and done very well with. But, you know, fire helmets are just smoking hot as far as uh, uh, really, well, that was not a pun intended. Smoking hot. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they, they are just uh, so, so collectible. And they're so interesting because the early ones all being made of leather and uh, they're, uh, 
decorative. They've got big brass eagles on the front of them. And, of course, the, the shield on the front will tell um, the rank and, and what city they're, uh, they're We just from. sold one recently from Cicero. Cicero, well, that one sold for $650 plus buyer premium. You know, so, and Cicero is great... always popular with anything we sell from Cicero. Uh, it's got a great – but the fire helmets, again, the early leather ones are, are always the best. Then they made a, a, a tin and metal one and now fiberglass and, and composition. So always looking for anything fire and police Like nozzles, related. badges. And but, even, uh, how about a fire truck? Even vehicles, we'll yeah. We'll take a fire truck. Sure. Uh, we've, we've sold a lot of fire trucks here over mm-hmm. the years, so we're always looking for fire trucks. Yeah. It's funny. There used to be a, uh, a Catholic priest right in Chicago that collected fire trucks. Now, you never think about a priest having the uh, the ability to have buildings and, and a, a whole collection of fire trucks. Wow. And my favorite, though, are the little fire truck pedal cars. Those are valuable, too, aren't they? That they are. And yeah. We love the pedal cars. And even now let's take it down even further into the, the toys, the Buddy L ladder, toy trucks. All of that sells really well. And don't forget, police cars and police motorcycles we're always looking for as That's well. Right. Anything else, David, coming up? Tell us about the insignia and the, the DIs and the British helmets. Uh, just you know, that just you don't see it that often, but there's uh, we've got a collection of British and Canadian helmets, mostly from World War II, that I, that uh, w- uh, that uh, looks uh, interesting, and again, uh, more uh, German things that have, have come out of the woodwork that are World War II related, both helmets and daggers and insignia, and uh, um, I'm kind of um, pleased with the fact that there's like such a uh, a mix of different eras, different time periods. Uh, for lots of people's uh, interest, from some of the things that are quite high end to things that maybe for even your uh, starter collector, you know, are, are affordable, uh, and that they could get them into the hobby. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because there's many people that look at Donnelly Auctions. They'll look at our website and then go, "Oh my God, I can't afford that," and they they don't think in terms of the fact that we do have a great variety. Uh, if you're a beginning collector, you can buy items under $100, and, and certainly advanced collectors on up into the tens of thousands or more. So we're kind of a, uh, you know, a perfect a storm for collectors in that we do have items in every price range. Well, we had a client come in at our last auction. He flew in from Poland, and he is starting up a museum, I believe, in Naperville. And he came in and just bought some magnificent items at our last military auction. So, again, we have such a variety of levels of things that people can purchase. You know, we, we sell all over the world. We're online, all ladies world, and gentlemen. Yes. And, uh, yes, we have, uh, uh, we've been responsible for building huge collections for people, especially um, in uh, – Seoul, South Korea. Mm-hmm. One gentleman has four museums, which we have stocked very well with American uh, relics and, and prizes that uh, are now on display in Korea. That's right. And we have a huge collection. I would say, what, 100 plus more lots of the DIs and insignia coming up in September, too. So, David, any points on that real quick? No, just it's a variety and there's a details, uh, you know, very detailed and just it's a, a, just a plethora of different insignia from uh, from countries all around the world, medals, pins, badges, etc. We had a winning bidder at our last auction who said, I'm buying 50 of these, 50 binders full, right? 
And he said he wasn't, um, he wanted confirmation that they were all authentic. Well, our descriptions are accurate. None of that stuff is fake. None of it's made in China or India, right? It's all the real deal coming up in September. Thank you, David, for uh, sticking with us in this segment. We'll see you back at the office. But coming up next, we're going to get an update on our real estate division with Shauna Donnelly. I'm sure she'll give us some interesting information. Stick with us. You're listening to Donnelly Auction Hour here on AM560, The Answer. I lost all my notes. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions, here with my partner, Randy Donnelly. And we have Shauna Donnelly on the phone with us today, who's heading up our real estate division, the Donnelly Group. Hi, Shauna. Welcome aboard. And we'd love to hear what's new in Shauna world. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. It's always good to be here. So what's new in real estate? What's new Um, in real estate? For those of you that are just joining us, I am Shauna Donnelly. I'm a real estate broker with At Properties Christie International. Um, And we have partners in all 50 states where we can help you out with all of your real estate needs. That way you do. I I mean, what uh, what always surprises me is how many listings we actually get because we're, we're hired to sell the contents of the house, antiques and everything. And then the natural next step is, well, what are you doing with the property? And um, wow, Shauna gets the call. That's right. We I Like we always say, we, uh, we're a one-stop shop. Shauna gets the job done, that's for sure. I do. My group and I, we, we are definitely effective in that way. But I do have some interesting things to talk about today. So, Randy, you had just mentioned that we're getting lots of listings, which is true, which means we're representing these sellers as they are moving on to the next phase of their life. But what I hear from a lot of new buyers who are new to the market is, why are home prices so high? And I happen to have a little bit of an answer for that today, which is also good for the sellers to hear because we want your sellers to be taking advantage of this high price real estate market. So what happened was, is during COVID, when the U.S. was printing trillions of dollars, obviously inflation soared. Interest rates were dropping into the 2 and 3% range, and that's when prices went through the roof. But to combat this high inflation, the Fed began to raise interest rates. The thought was that it would slow these growing prices. However, inventory is at an all-time low because 62% of all mortgage holders right now are locked into historically low rates. So why would Uh. they sell? Okay. Right? I mean, you're in a My personal interest rate is 2.625. I don't want to sell and swap that for a high-priced 7% interest rate, right? So for these particular sellers, sellers I'm talking to you, if you do want to sell, let's say you want to get out of Illinois, which 90% of all of my listings are sellers that are looking to leave Illinois. The question is, what do you have to go into? But the benefit of is that we are expecting rates to be dropping back into the floors in 2025. Hmm. So you may want to take advantage of selling at a higher price. You can hop into a rental for a little while, or you can buy at that higher interest rate and then refinance come 2025 when rates drop back down into the floors. I have a quick question, Shauna. I know mortgage rates are low right now, but why is rent so high? Well, mortgage rates aren't low. Mortgage rates are high. They're about double where they were during COVID. 
which is still historically low. Let's never forget, Randy. I know he's talked about. (laughs) Yes, I say all the time during the Carter years when we built the Wild West Town, we paid 17%. 17%. I'll never forget it. Right. So even though 7% now seems like a shock, everybody needs to chill. Um, But Susan, to answer your question about rents being so high, it, again, depends on different markets. So bigger city markets offer more job opportunities. So you're going to have a lot of these younger college kids coming out of school and they need a place to live. But the biggest and best job markets are going to be in the cities. So naturally, it makes sense. But also, again, what we're seeing are these sellers, like what I just explained, if a seller sells and isn't yet ready to jump into back into the housing market, they're going to rent. So, so we're seeing competitive rents. There are fewer um, listings on the market for rent, fewer oh. rentals available overall, too. Good to know. Good to know. So I've got a question then. If people don't want to sell property because they're locked into these great low rates uh, like yourself, does that mean these, these same people are now renting properties, renting it out? So is, is there a lot of rental property available? You know, there isn't because, again, these people don't have a place to go. So uh, let's, say, let's say I wanted to go and spend my winter in Florida, right? So if I were to rent my home out, which, you know, I love my house, it would be very tough for me to do, but I could, but then I am now jumping into the rental market. So it's gotcha. the same thing. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm bringing a rental onto the market, but moving into a different market. Sure. Gotcha. So we're... It's very complicated right now. And, you know, there are a lot of everybody's talking about, oh, millennials can't afford to buy houses. I mean, but they can. But people are under the misconception that you have to put down 20 percent. And the majority of people that can afford a 20 percent down payment is very small comparatively. That is is great information, Sean. I don't mean to cut you off, but are you seeing more people migrating to the suburbs or really 90 percent of the people leave in Illinois, huh? I mean, I don't see that, but, you know, again, that's just me. Um, You know, I had a few showings yesterday with clients who are moving here from California. They're looking to purchase, Um, you know, but funny enough, I showed them a condo that they are absentee owners. They live in California. They bought their property as a rental that their son lived in during college. So, you know, I mean, people are moving all over. We have this great two-flat listing out in Brookfield, uh, who's actually an auction client, and he's moving from the southwest side of Chicago Wisconsin. Oh, so wow. we are seeing that, you know, then the buyers of that unit are moving from right down the street. So there's really, in my opinion, everybody's moving everywhere. You know, there's a statistic out right now that says um, Miami lost 80,000 people of its population during COVID. But yet Miami is still one of the number one housing markets in the country. Mm. Wow. So very interesting. They may have lost people, but more people are moving in, you know, for every for every positive statistic, there's a negative statistic, it seems. That's so. right. So it's still a seller's market. Is that correct? It's yes, it is. It's definitely still okay. a seller's market these interest rates. Thank you, Shauna, for that information on the Donley Group. Go to our website at donleyauctions.com for more information. We have a real estate tab there. But don't go anywhere. We have some more information coming up in our next segment. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. The Donley Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donley Auctions Hour talking about items you may have at home that are valuable these days and you might want to put at Donley Auctions. 
But first, Randy, I know you want to make an announcement about our big guest coming up next week. I'm so excited. I want to jump right into that. You know, I'm I'm glad uh, we're doing this because so often we have great guests on our show, but we don't, uh, you know, promote them in advance. So I, I want to let people know that next week we've got Bob Boyce uh, coming on, who is a legendary race car builder and driver. Bob is, um, you know, in the Hall of Fame for, for his driving, and he's going to be on next week to tell us all about racing, racing collectibles, driving, and his own career. I cannot wait to talk to him. I, I want to ask him about the cheetah and racing the cheetah. So if you don't know what that means, look it up. It'll be a very interesting <laughs> Google, conversation. Bob Boyce. Bob Boyce, B-O-Y-C-E, and the cheetah. Okay. All right, so that's next week. Uh, coming up, too, the rest of this year, we have a calendar all the way up through December on our website at DonleyAuctions.com. The Guns and Military Auction coming up September 23rd and 24th. We are still taking consignments for that. Email us with some photos and some information at consign at donleyauctions.com. We will put you in touch with one of our experts who will gladly tell you the next steps. October, usually we do like one auction a month, but now we're getting into maybe two auctions a month. But October 21st, we're going to do a fine arts and general antiques auction. Stay tuned for more information on that. And we're working on the Playboy uh, sketch cartoon sketches and right, the erotica uh, collection. All the original, all the original Playboy cartoon art from uh, Playboy magazine. So this is not copies of. This came directly the art, from yeah. the artist's family. Yeah, the date on that is to be determined. We'll let you know when we're ready to get that one online as well. And of course, November our big annual fall classic. Randy, tell them. What we're looking for. Oh, my goodness. Always, where do you uh, begin? Yeah, where does it begin? It's cars, motorcycles, uh, petroleana, gas pumps, uh, vintage signs of all kinds, and slot machines, jukeboxes, antique yeah. architecture, just uh, all kinds of great stuff. Don't forget, too, that part of the November auction is the JFK assassination collection. That's also coming up at the November auction. Well, you know, we say the November auction leads people to believe it's one day, but we have four days of auctioning and all different. I mean, we've even got a huge toy collection, antique toys coming up in November. So each day is going to be themed differently. So it's like having four auctions. That's right. That's going to be the 16th through the 18th, or the 15th through the 18th, the week before Thanksgiving. And you know what, folks? It's not too early to start Christmas shopping either. I don't even want to say that. You no, know, they have Christmas no. decorations out already at the stores. Well, and we, sell, we sell Christmas gifts year-round. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. That's true. We did have a woman who bought a helmet for her son for Christmas, and uh, he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> So that's interesting. Go to our website at DonleyAuctions.com for the calendar of all of the fantastic auctions we do have coming up. But most importantly, send us an email at consign at DonleyAuctions. If you have any of these items that we've been talking about in our show, we would love to talk to you about putting them up for auction. Or you can give us a call. Not everybody likes to email, so you can call us at 815-923-7000. And don't miss next week, we've got Bob Boyce coming up, legendary race car builder and driver. That's right. And also on our website, I do want to mention there are ways on how to bid. You know, we talk about selling all the time, but there's so much information on our website about how to bid live, put an absentee bid or a phone bid. 
check it out. We want, or you know what? I want people to come out to us in Union, Illinois, only yeah, 60 miles west of Chicago. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And, and we'll, we'll see you at, at the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com.